from all around the world. All walks of life. All in search of that feeling, that emotion, that one thing that takes your breath away and leaves an impression that lasts forever. The time has come once again to gather for that universal rush. Now, buckle up and let yourself go. Give yourself up and let the moments take you where you least expect. In a worldwide convergence. On the ultimate thrill ride. Season 2, Episode 3, we are on the gas, back in the Diesel Studios, Trashman, Shane Diesel, and Radio, and we are going heavy Diesel jabroni today, but uh, some crazy shit happening this week. You boys were at uh, some more NXT WWE action, and uh, we're going to get into that, and then... Well, well, it wasn't actually an NXT event. NXT was just there for the hype. It was actually the WrestleMania pre-sale party. WrestleMania 36 here in our town of Tampa at the Ray J Stadium. Isn't that the guy that did that porn with uh, Kim Kardashian? How did he get his own stadium? Because uh, he did that porn with Kim Kardashian. Yeah, so he's made a a he made a billionaire and now he's still dropping mediocre hip-hop rap. I don't even want to call it hip-hop. He, he's doing something stupid. I don't think he does anything anymore, does he? Well, he has a stadium. Oh, that's true. I mean, he's, he's, you, he's left a legacy on the world. I helped broker yeah. that deal. Would you say he's a legend? Of course he's a legend. Ray J? He, dude, no. Ray J created Kim Kardashian, who is now a billionaire. Like, that was all yeah, Ray J. He launched the whole family. I mean, they they did a porno. Think about she it. She became super famous. Yeah, if if Ray J didn't say that night, hey, let's record this, we may there may not be no, there may not be any Kardashians or Jenners or anything. There may not be a Ray J stadium. Well, first of all, he wasn't the one that said, hey, let's record this. It was Kim's mom who was in the room with <laughs> video camera saying, yeah. hey, let's record Yeah, I, <laughs> That's yeah, true, yeah. You're probably right. Right. So uh, yeah, so we were at the uh, the WrestleMania 36 pre-sale party, and uh, it was pretty diesel. I mean, like the matches there were like nothing I was too interested in. Brizango, my uh, my, I danced with him a few weeks ago, so we're pretty tight at this point. He was uh, there. They were the yeah, main they event were again. The main event. It was actually the same main event that we saw the week before at the uh, NXT no, Tampa show, wasn't it? It wasn't Forgotten Sons. They wrestled uh, Dan Matha, Googly Eyes. Oh, you're right, you're and right. The, yeah. And the Bougie Brad lookalike. Yeah, we did see, uh, we saw Brizango in the main event, though. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, but either way, it was cool. And uh, I was actually in line to get tickets for Big Juice. Uh, he needed to get tickets. So <laughs> so me, being the good friend that I am, waited through that damn line twice to get my tickets. And they had a limit. 
So I had to go back through to get his tickets for his boys, but luckily they're only about two rows behind us. Uh, we're going to be up in the cheap seats. Uh, I'm, me and my boys are wanting to save our money for uh, for the good wrestling that's going to be in town. Game Changer, Joey Janela, Spring Break Forever, and WrestleCon. It's going to be some awesome wrestling that week, but we'll get more into that in the future because that's not happening until April. Let's talk more about what happened at the event. Um, yeah, so actually it was kind of interesting because you almost had to pick what you wanted to do that night because they kind of had three things going on, but they were botch. they were all going on at the same exact time. So you kind of had to decide. Like they had a full-on NXT show in the plaza outside Emily Arena, which was badass. Um, they had the rings and the lights and everything and the walkway. Everything was set up like a real NXT show. And they probably had about eight or nine matches, but they also had a line at the box office to buy tickets for WrestleMania, and they had a line upstairs to get autographs from WWE legends. Like Mark Henry? Yeah, Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, Ricky Steamboat. Hall of Pain. Pretty badass. Ricky Steamboat, Hall of Famer. Me and BG, uh, we checked out the line for the autographs, but we would have been online literally waiting for an autograph the entire show. How many people were in line to get an autograph from BG, though? Nobody, actually. I was surprised. I mean, I got an autograph, obviously. I mean, you know, we see him every day. So yeah, not a big deal. I but see him, I get an autograph because you know, yeah, you know get when, pictures when with him and stuff. Like that yeah. is just gonna just take off and never come back. I mean, um, he did actually get on the news though, so that was pretty sick. Um, I was watching uh, watching SmackDown actually Friday night, and during Kurt Angle's interview, uh, you could see me and BG right in the background, right behind him. So BG we were... was standing back looking like I could take him. Yeah, definitely. BG could. BG was definitely eyeing him down. I think BG could pin Kurt Angle. So yeah, this is an event um, I would have loved to have been at. I. I guess you guys sent my invitation by mail, and it never actually made its um, way. We talk about it all the time. You kind of knew it was going on. It was close to your house. Um, I'm putting you on a box. So, yeah, no, here, I forgive you guys. Like, I, apology accepted. I forgive you. Shane, I want to talk about, so, the people at this event, we've got into it a little bit before, but what is about a, a wrestling crowd that's a little bit unique compared to other sports? I don't know, actually. Uh, it's funny you brought that up because I was thinking the same thing. You know, like, when, whenever you get a, gather a lot of people together, there's always, you know, a, a decent amount of scumbags. It's just, you know, the law of averages, but... I feel like when you go to a wrestling event, it's more so than any other sporting event where you just have a, a higher percentage of, of scumbags in the crowd. And um, um, Oh, yeah, definitely. Boogers. Definitely. So, perfect example. I was standing um, standing there watching Kurt Angle being interviewed on the news uh, with BG next to me, and standing next to me was uh, this little fat-ass jabroni. <laughs> he was probably like four feet tall. Dude was like 500 pounds. Had a sick ponytail, though, and a chin strap, which was pretty oh. impressive. So, we're watching these guys coming down the aisle, marking out, whatever. And I look over at him, actually, and he's on his phone, and I couldn't help but notice because I'm fucking 12 feet tall and I'm looking right down on, on his phone. And uh, he's on an app, and uh, the app was called, and get ready, because this is a real thing, BBW Cupid. Um, Wait, what did I say for? Big, uh, big, beautiful, big beautiful Women big beautiful Cupid. Woman. So it's basically it's like a it's like a yeah it's like get him where you fit in nothing wrong with that man and I I thought about this a lot because at first I was laughing and I I thought it was hysterical and I was gonna make fun of him but I'm like think about it like this guy probably doesn't do that well on like Tinder obviously I mean you know he's not not the the most stunning specimen I've ever seen so. He's on this app, just checking out, you know, fat chicks. No Good shame, for him, man. Though. Like, Good just for waiting him. in line. It's funny because there's this guy. Sorry, Chris, go ahead. No, he's just waiting in line, and he's got no shame. Doesn't care who sees no. his phone. Uh, no, not at all. Diesel, there he is, just peeking over. There's a guy at work that was uh, wearing pajamas as his shirt the other day, and he tucks his shirt into his underwear, and, like, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's all right. He's a guy, uh, but, you know, not, not, a, not a very attractive man. 
I might recommend BBW Cupid to him, actually. So, he, might have uh, some luck on there. I catch him, like, over there swiping on the Tinders and other weird dating <clears throat> apps, but he's, like, on there digging <clears throat> for tans. And I'm like, buddy, you're a... You're, just, you're, you're, you're casting a big head on some awesome, awesome sharks. Uh, so, yeah, if it was, like, Dave Portnoy giving him a score, it would probably be, you know, somewhere in, like, the, the 0. 0.7 range, something yeah, like that. Fordham grad, too, so... Stop, guys. Yeah. Only put out the finest specimens. So, yeah, uh, so just a real quick jabroni wearing a pajama shirt to work, like... Yeah. What do you mean And he, he tried to say that it wasn't a pajama you know, shirt, like and he definitely... John, Long John-style shirt? Yeah. He slept in that shirt, and then he just changed. He and put on like pants it, in the morning it, it, and it, forgot it, to change his shirt. That's it, what happened. It had like four buttons, and they were all undone too, so it made it look even more like a comfortable shirt you'd want to sleep in. Yeah, he, literally, he was wearing like work pants and then just like a pajama top. And I want to remind you guys, tucked we, in, tucked in. Shane, that, Shane, that was the one time he remembered to tuck his he, shirt. He was tucked in nicely. Yeah, too. I'm saying when he wears an actual work shirt, he doesn't tuck it in. But when he wears yeah. a fucking pajama shirt, he tucks it in. Yeah, weird behavior. Because I think it may have been a onesie with like the little butt flap thing, you know. Um, but yeah, like, and also to give the setting, like, we work in a professional office environment. Like, very corporate. Yeah, very corporate. Uh, we're corporate pawns for the most part, but our job's pretty cool. But, uh, and they're laxed on the dress code. Like, if I'm running late and I throw on some jeans and sneakers, nobody's going to care, assuming that I, you know, none of my uh, partners are going to be showing up. Yeah, to pretty relaxed workplace, but still a professional. <laughs> Not as relaxed as the other departments, so let's make that clear. Our department uh, we're, is we're by far, our, our department him. is by far the stuffiest in the entire but, campus. Boys, we're talking to much about work right now and that shit is only jabroni we all got to go to the job we all got to get that pay but only a handful of us right, are right. doing that podcast baby doing that out of place doing that gas <clears throat> so uh you know i'm thinking some new things right now i'm thinking um i'm thinking about introducing something new maybe a jabroni of the week and i got a few to throw out um uh you guys you guys want to give this little jabroni of the week a topic a shot and hear what let's, i got to say yeah let's hear it all right, so the first one goes to uh, my one of my closest confidants, Shane Diesel. Uh, what did I do? Yeah, he waited in line for an hour and a half and didn't buy tickets, and then threw a little temper tantrum because tickets weren't in his. It, he he felt they were too much, and he's too good to sit in the nosebleeds with all the other real marks. Can I ask a question? That is before? an absolute fact. But by the way, I waited in line for about 15, 20 minutes. Well, it wasn't let's wasn't call any longer. An hour and fifteen for the sake. You waited online for a fucking hour and forty five yeah, minutes. Got you got tickets seats. though. But I watched the entire yeah. NXT show, and then when all the festivities were done, I went over and checked the ticket prices. Let me talk, because not everyone the crowd they were there i also was not there so i want to hear more so what did you not know the prices like after you got until you got to the front of the line no and i'm be waiting to pop off about this shit all week so i'm glad you <laughs> gave me a fucking chance because this is bullshit and i'm gonna call vince actually later today and, and discuss this with him because ticket prices for wrestlemania are absolutely fucking insane they are at least i'm not even exaggerating five or six times more expensive than they were just two years ago I went in Orlando two years ago. I got lower level good seats. Me and Krabby Fratty, right off Shout the stage. Shout out Krabby Fratty, Pasco boy. Right off the stage in the lower level, and we paid tops one seventy five each with the fees. Those tickets this year are six hundred to eight hundred dollars. Fucking insane. If you don't want to sit in the upper deck, basically you have to spend three hundred dollars a ticket. It's unbelievable. I so go back. I wanted <laughs> to sit in the upper deck because I know like. WWE, I don't follow it closely, but it's the boyhood dream. I want to go to Mania. My boys don't want to go to Mania, but we really want to go to the GCW and WrestleCon. So that's why I was like, cheap seats, we'll save our money and get tickets to the good shows. The death matches, the schlack, Marcus Crane. Well, I've been to three WrestleManias before. This will be my fourth. So it's not like I have to go, but it's fucking five minutes away from my apartment. So I kind of do have to go. 
And let me just say, I'm going to be there. Everyone knows I'm going to be there. I don't know how it's going to happen. Are you going to be in Section 329 with the rest of the with the rest of the, the boys? Well, I'm probably going to buy two tickets off of BG because he bought like 20. So I don't know what seat, what section he's in, but that's probably where I'll be. We'll he is. I was thinking, actually, if we were the inner circle, he would have to be Jericho, right? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Easily. Like he's Hogan of the NWO. Yeah, you know? he's, but the, he's the, the legend. Deal, like, do we form a mutiny against BG and it's me and you? Like, or do we... I mean, it might come to I, that. If he doesn't we, give me two tickets to WrestleMania... I mean, we could we could break off, form our own group, and then you know just have a, have radio BG, following us around. Like, who's BG, the third man? Who's BG the third man? Super group, and then we all get our fucking asses kicked by BG and other father of the years. Yeah, but who else is going to be in BG's super group? Nikki C. How's he going to replace well, us? Nikki C. Shit his pants recently. So. <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about that. Is that <laughs> that's Jabroni? That's Jabroni. Right? Shitting your pants? Not. I mean, yeah, I guess. And then the, the best he shit part his pants. He forgot he shit his pants, so then the next morning he put him back on and sat down and was like, Whoosh. No yeah. way. Now, he didn't go to work with it, luckily, but he was uh, he put his pants back on the next morning like to get dressed for work, and then I guess he sat down like still at home and just realized, you know, he I'm glad to hear his move is going well so far. Yeah. What do you guys want to get into as far as wrestling? So let's talk about shit in your pants a little more. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, if we're, if we're still on, what was that? That was a jabroni of the week and Shane. I never thought I'd say it. I never thought I would say, say Shane did some only jabroni behavior, but he did. And he was all pissed off. We were still having fun and everything, but he was all this, ugh, this and that. And I was like, dude. Oh, I, I'm still pissed off about it. And it's not going to change because I can't fucking believe that they raised the prices that much. Trashman, let's get your thought. What do you? What is your opinion on Shane's reaction and um, lack of ticket purchasing? Oh, jabroni. You know, I get being upset he couldn't get cheap, uh, better seats. I was a little bit too, but I was already aiming to get cheap seats. So yeah. Um, so I think that's that's jabroni of the week uh, number two. Because you're not, you weren't the biggest jabroni of the week. I appreciate that. You guys want to hear who the biggest? Who's the biggest? Jabroni? So it wasn't me. Who didn't buy tickets? It wasn't Nikki C who shit his pants, so I can't imagine what number one is going to be. And it's not the pajamas. Tour. Oh yeah, that's another one. No, too. that's not Jabroni of the Week because that's him. That's like Jabroni of his lifetime Jabroni Award. It's really just another day at the so, office, literally for him. We work uh, with a lot of yuppies, like you know, they're, they're nice guys. They're cool. We can hang out, laugh, have a good time, crack jokes, talk about you know what it was like growing up across the railroad tracks from each other and shit. You know, like different sides of the tracks. But this Jabroni in particular. This yuppie who's winning Jabroni of the week, maybe of the fucking year. Does he have a gimmick? Bougie Brad. Oh. And so he recently goes to a baby shower. Not his baby. It's my understanding. I don't know because I don't have kids, but for a baby shower, I always kind of thought it was the women and then the father should be there to help. And like, you know. And by help, you mean sit in the other room on the couch watching football, drinking no, beer? No, no, no. I think they should help because like they're carrying the child. He wants, I, I, if my, if it was me, I would want to make sure that my woman and her friends have a good time. I enjoy cooking. So I'd make sure that they have good food for it. And then the gifts, I'm all about those gifts. That's money. And they're baby More gifts. of the story. More of the story. Okay. So he goes to this baby shower, like a total yuppie. So, uh, some other fucking frat boy yuppie, I think, was, um, was, was tired of, uh, Bougie's low blows and jabs. So he dumped a cooler on him. This is, I wasn't there, this is a story I mean, he dumped a cooler, uh, you know, ice water on him, an empty cooler. And, you know, Bougie Brad, he's cool, so he laughs it off, hey, yeah, okay, you got me, that was fucked up, but you got me. Fast forward, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes, maybe an hour, Bougie Brad dumps a beer on him, probably a White Claw, pussies. Uh, dumps it on the guy, jumps up, jumps up. Says, hey, push him, this is too much. And they start kind of like getting into it a little bit. And then Brad, Brad you know, being the how he is, he's, he's like, I need to defuse this, talks it down. The guy yells out, 
Oklahoma drill. Now tell me about what the Oklahoma drill is because that's a football thing. Yes. I have no idea what that is. I know what it is. It's um, when one person stands in the middle and then the other players are in a circle around him and they take turns. Like he stands in the middle chopping his feet. They take turns. Like I'm getting flashbacks him. to porn. <laughs> no, it's like, like have you ever seen uh, Friday Night Light Chain? Yeah. Uh, you know the drill they do in like preseason when like Ivory's in the middle and he just gets laid out and like over and over again just getting laid out by guys. That's the Oklahoma drill. Oh, okay. So I don't know how that makes any sense at all uh, to a room full of women um, and your one friend. Oklahoma drill. So so like I thought it was like just two dudes like like right there like ideally there'd be a football there they have the football down and they hood hood hike and then they like go and whoever gets the better of that like you know exchange right there you just charge it into each other. Is that I don't. I don't know what it may. I may we'll look it up later. So what's the result? So, so the moral of the story is Brad got his ass whipped. I think that's oh, what we're well, getting. Well, it gets better. You're, 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 you're cutting the short story. Is his wife there? So they do this this Oklahoma drill, and Brad gets the best of them, you know? Yeah, okay. So <laughs> Brad, yeah, okay. So so Bougie Brad, then uh, the guy jumps up, and he's all pissed off, and then, he, and then he attacks Brad again, takes him down. Apparently, he put him into the ankle lock submission and broke his ankle. Another shout-out for Kurt Angle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, takes him down, breaks his ankle, roughs him up, breaks his ankle. He, he may have paintbrushed him. You know the old paintbrush when you hold him down and he just kind yep. of... He may, I don't know. I wasn't there. Just and, to rub it in. And I, I, there has to be video footage, but no one's sharing it with us because uh, I want to see this. So, jabroni of the week, for one, going to a baby shower and then getting beat up at a baby shower. That's... Brad won't object. Also, he won't know because he doesn't listen, so it doesn't matter. And if he does <laughs> listen, fuck you, bougie Brad. Fight me. Uh, so, yeah. So, so he gets roughed up at a baby shower. And it was like, you know, like fiction. What's the way they say? Reality is stranger than fiction. Well, yeah. A grown man. A grown yuppie getting, getting beat up at a baby shower. Did he tell you he got beat up? Oh, he told me the whole story because I, I assumed he wrecked on a bird scooter because he's been limping around the office. Damn. Like a like a bitch. Shall we move on? Yeah, I think he was no, out no, the no, last no, two days of the week. On. Not ready to move on. So so of course we actually we love Bougie Brad, total yuppie, uh, but still cool guy, funny guy, really witty guy. So I could see how he was cracking a couple too many jokes, and then this guy was like, "I've had enough." So because you know I have a problem crossing limits and pushing those boundaries too with people you know so i can relate me and brad can relate in a lot of ways um i just have better hair so yeah uh any objections to bougie brad being double jabroni of the week with that type of behavior i don't think so it's tough to top that yeah because only a jabroni would go to a baby shower and then only a stupid idiot would also then engage in a physical confrontation at a baby shower Unless it was like baby fighting, that'd be cool. And losing doesn't. Or baby racing, that'd be sweet. Like yeah, just put yeah, them on the ground yeah, and have losing, them. Yeah, losing. See you can crawl. There faster. is no winning in that situation, but losing the fight certainly yeah, doesn't get but, you any but closer. There's also, yeah, there's also victory and defeat if you learn from it. But that's the thing. I, this guy's—he's a grown adult. This probably won't be the last time he gets beat up at a baby shower. Brad, we love you, man. If if I, I could have given you some pointers, I'm you know pretty good when it comes to shooting in on people, and you know I've. I've got a pretty good uh, record when it comes to fights. So, you know, maybe I got to teach you how not to be a pussy. Is that the one you lost to me? I wasn't ready. <laughs> you started it. All right. Let's go. What's the next? Are we doing diesels? Do we got anything to cover? Like, intro? Uh, well, if we're still, you want to just keep, so that was Jabroni of the Week. All right. Let's just roll into, yeah, one new diesel of the week. Uh, 
Yeah, do we do you gotta get diesel of the week? Yeah, we do got one. Real quick while we're on the jabroni subject, I got a pretty good jabroni topic. Just in general, waiting online for a really long time just to get someone's autograph or to meet someone. Like that's yeah. that's jabroni behavior. If it was like Ric Flair, um, or Kenny Omega, I could probably wait in line for it, but like Yeah, like I wasn't willing to I saw that line wrapping around the fucking stadium. I wasn't willing to stand online for three hours just to meet a celebrity who's not gonna remember you for one second beyond when you walk away from the table. White piece of paper yeah. like a glossy wwe thing who was a celebrity well there was a bunch mark henry mark Kurt henry Angle wasn't yeah. even doing the signing i don't think he was no he was I, just showing up with his gold medals i was wearing my mark henry world's strongest man t-shirt so it would have been sick to meet mark henry i'm a big fan he does busted open radio too sick show but still wasn't about to wait online for three hours just to get someone's autograph well i mean shane yeah for most people when they go up and they get an autograph the celebrity doesn't remember them but in your case he'd be like Shane Diesel, like, I'm a huge fan of yours. You're like, I'm a fan of yours, too. Yeah, I get your autograph. So, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, what was his name? Miles My- Davis? Davis? Well, who was the guy that... Miles Garrett. Yeah. Are we, are we doing this Browns. right now? Are we talking about the scumbag of the year in football? Scumbag of the year, dude. It was badass, man. He smashed that guy over the head with his helmet. We need more of that. But the guy didn't have a helmet on. It was yeah. like it was like NFL blitz come he to was life. Going for the fucking knockout blow. I mean, this is a legitimate like scumbag move. Um, okay, it was pretty horrible. <laughs> he should he, he should literally go to jail for what he did. <laughs> no, fuck that, man. It's not pro wrestling. It's not like this. That's not part of the game. Where was Smash- that? Was that in Cleveland? Yeah. S- Smashing yeah, well, someone with your in, helmet is not part in of In Ohio, game. we fucking wreck dudes. So come there, play like a bitch, and get your head Still the same up. NFL rules. I mean, the NFL sucks, and the rules Well, I'm suck, hoping but... when the XFL goes live, this type of shit's acceptable. Um, yeah, well, it's a different story, but it won't be. Uh, spoiler alert, it won't be acceptable. <laughs> but, um, okay, well. That's a different story. Fuck it. So anyway, if you didn't see the clip, so basically what happened was um, the Steelers quarterback and uh, Miles Garrett, the defensive end from the Cleveland Browns, got into a little bit of a scuffle on the ground after Garrett took him down. And uh, Miles Garrett stood up and like they were kind of wrestling around and he pulled uh, Mason Rudolph's helmet off, the Steelers quarterback. Like a boss. And then a couple of guys kind of tried to get in between them and he still swung Mason Rudolph's helmet over the top of the other a guys. Big one, dude, he reached down to Alabama. Oh yeah, yeah. I and, saw the gif and clocked gif Mason Rudolph over the head with it. I thought it was Diesel. Like, you know, mankind took like 17 chair shots in one match. No one's calling like no. No one was crying about him except for maybe his children who were there live in attendance. <laughs> so. Every reporter on Twitter, like everyone, was like, "That's like the most reprehensible shit I've ever seen. Like that's horrible. He's so a I scumbag." We were talking about D- like the 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 Diesel Dog or the not the Diesel Dog. The well, you thought he was Diesel, so do you want to? Yeah, we're discussing time? it. Do you want to take this time to well defend your decision? Yeah, for one, Dog Pound. He's with the Browns, baby. You come to Ohio, you better come correct. Dude. We got shooters in these streets or players on the field that. Will, will fucking smash but people have literally been going to cleveland for decades and just wiping the floor with their sports teams (laughs) like repeatedly Uh, over and over word one word jets so shut dude i would much rather be a jets fan than a browns fan are you fucking kidding me the browns are the fucking bottom feeders of the league i've seen my team go to three afc championship games in my life they've made the playoffs numerous times 
Trash, do you want to, this is a football argument. I know you're not that well-versed. I'll let you, do you want to get out of this one right now? OBJ, baby, <laughs> dude, OBJ. Dude, listen, you're you're punching above your weight class they right now. The, they beat the Jets this year. Yes, they did, they that's did. true. But the Jets were on their that third string beautiful. quarterback and had a bunch of injuries. Oh, they probably would have oh, won that game if they had oh. if they had some guys back. Another Jets, another, they probably would have won. Dude, I'm just stating facts. But anyway, listen, the Jets don't have it over many teams in the league, but the Browns are definitely one of the teams that they the have Browns it over the Browns. This year, baby. Doesn't matter. Fresh, Doesn't they wear matter. garbage bags over their heads, or brown paper bags over their heads and light dumpsters on fire because their teams are so bad. You never lit a dumpster on fire? No, because, I mean, I don't have any teams that are that bad. Jets fans don't stoop that low. We just fly planes over the stadium stay, yeah. saying to fire the coach and the GM. Yeah, your, we do. your GM's on fucking serious coach. amounts of coaching. Coach, Co- whoever. Yeah. Wait, it doesn't oh, are you against that now, or do you not think that? Yeah, you said that was Diesel. Yeah, it was Diesel. I'm just saying, like, you don't think the guy, um, whatever Garrett Miles, whatever his name is, was on cocaine when he swung that helmet? I mean, it's a good chance. Or it maybe was. he was coming off the cocaine. If he was, then cranky. I'll excuse it. But if he wasn't, he was just so. All right, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hit up OBJ see if he can get me the drug testing results. So that's enough on the sports. Baseball's done. Any Anything to throw out for hockey before we get on to what the listeners really want? Nah, too early in the season. LeBron looks good. That's all. That's yep, kind of gay. <laughs> LeBron's the fucking man, dude. I mean, he's, he's past his prime right now. He's, you know, he's got his rings. Uh, I'm hoping he drops a rap album. He does a lot for his community. He's an Ohio boy. LeBron's been in the league for 17 years, so we could say that he's past his prime, but he's still better than 99% of the guys in the league. He's shot. still putting up triple doubles like here and there. Well, last week I fucked around and got a triple double. Really? No, I don't know what it is. Three it's double cheeseburgers? A, is that what you're talking no, about? it's from an Ice Cube song and I always wondered what it meant. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's when you post double digits in three different categories in basketball. Rebounds, assists, points. Oh, yeah. LeBron does that on, like, Sundays when he's not even playing. So, uh, we're moving on from the sports. Yeah. By the way, since we're on the subject of basketball, I just want to throw it out there that one of my nicknames in uh, middle school was Mr. Double-Double because uh, I broke the uh, Hudson Middle School school record for double-doubles yeah, in basketball. Yeah, I'm going to stop you here. When you talk about, like, middle school records, it gets pretty... I thought I thought it was valid, man. We're talking about I mean, basketball. We're talking about triple-doubles. double penetration in his... Yeah, if you were... <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's where it came over. from. But if we were, like, 15 and recording this, it's awesome, Shane. But now you're an adult. No, I just disagree dude uh like youth sports achievements are are diesel they're they're the most diesel thing okay and it's still relevant because my guys in my fantasy football league still call me mr double double like it's stuck with me since i kick flipped down a six stair nailed it solid another time i kick flipped up a four stair so clean dude did you ever kick kick flip (laughs) that was a botch did you ever kick flip sideways what do you mean sideways i don't know you went up and down did you go sideways Across the stairs? Sure. I've kick-flipped small gap before, so not across stairs, but small, small low gap. So, I mean, yeah, I'll say I'll do that. I used to be really good at kick-flips. Talk get, it up, bro. Be gonna, proud of it. I don't give a shit if you accomplished this when you were well, seven now years I old. Skate, now I skate at this age. I mostly, like, I don't. I stay away from the high-impact stuff, so I'm mostly just doing, like, like slides. I like to skate a lot of transition and stuff. Like, as you get older, man, the impact on the knees and the back and everything, it's a lot harder, so, like, Switching to skate transition, which we're losing all like no, actually a lot of our listeners are lifelong skaters because majority of them are my fan base. <clears throat> I don't know, man. There's a lot of shaniacs out there. A lot of radio airways. They're kind of the there, silent yeah. majority. Yeah, well, Kenya is a huge sporter. We love her. Yep. She's always giving a shout out. Absolutely. So, and I was surprised uh, she didn't seem like the target demograph, but uh, she gets her sense of humor, so I appreciate her. She's cool. Actually, she had uh, she had a jabroni topic for us this Hit week. Hit it. 
No, so, wait, wait, shit, wait, 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 wait. Well, we were kind of discussing it, and I kind of formed it into a jabroni topic. Because I've got, uh, I've got jabroni and diesel topics to bring up for our regular old, regular old segments. All right, cool. Let, Just remind for, me let's later. Let's get into some uh, wrestling forget. recaps. Uh, so we talked about we talked about Shane botching the tickets. I barely even saw anything this week because Raw sucked and uh, SmackDown sucked, and I was at the on sale party <laughs> oh, on Wednesday yeah. night. So, oh really? <laughs> Raw and SmackDown sucked. Yeah, Surprise breaking news. There. What's uh? Hey, what's going on in the AEW world? Well, MJF uh, recently screwed Cody. Cody lost the match. Let's be clear here. Cody was about to pass out. MJF, I thought he did what he had to do, which was save Cody, and he threw in the towel. I respected that. I thought it was the best call. But then MJF gets in the ring and uh, is begging for forgiveness, but then kicks Cody square in the dick and laughs at him. Right Stab in the dick. Kicked him right in the dick, dude. They zoom in, and you see, like, the shaft, and then you see his foot, like, just smash it. You see the ripples. A shaft? Yeah. yeah let's not. Oh, get... You mean his dick? <laughs> no, I did, I literally didn't know it. Like, it he's over here like hey, describing hey, his hey, dick. Hey, he hey, kicked hey, him hey, right hey. in the shaft. So yeah, AEW this week. Uh, that was at Full Gear, right? Yep. Full Gear. Um, Cody Rhodes was challenging for his uh, for the AEW World Title, the most prestigious title in professional wrestling, I dare say, uh, against the youngest. AEW World Champion of all time. Wait a second. Wait a second. Did you just say the AEW title is the most prestigious title in all of wrestling? AEW has been a company for six weeks. Yeah, I did. You're full of shit. There's no history whatsoever with that title. Chris Jericho. Yeah, he's the only champion ever, and they've been in business for six weeks. Are you turning your back on AEW? No, I love AEW. That's just a ridiculous statement. Okay, whatever. I'm going to stand by. There's titles that have been in in circulation for 50 years. Diesel, bring it up when we get back to when we get to to (laughs) Jabroni topics. But as of now, I'm stating that is the most sought-after title in professional wrestling today. (laughs) The only one second to that, or maybe even a very close second, maybe arguable, is the IWGP heavyweight title. (laughs) That's such (laughs) bullshit. No, no, it's not. Well, you can bring this back up during Jabroni, but let me get through the fucking recap. Go for it. it. Fordham sucks. Oh, so Fordham, top plays of the week. Stop it. We're losing listeners with your stupid football talk. Oh, I could have been calling that in college. So, so Cody's been beat to hell. He's bloody as hell. Jericho's got him locked in the lion tamer. Very, very deadly lion tamer. He's got him locked in on. He's not going out. He's almost about to die. Remnants of a stone cold, stone cold, Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13, one of the greatest matches of all time. I thought we were going to see that finish, but then I see MJF with the towel, and I'm like, oh, he's throwing it in. Throws in the towel, you know, so Cody Cody loses the match. He's sitting there. He's crying. He's bloody. Jericho Jericho gets a little bit of the, little bit of the bubbly with the boys and celebrates, and then uh, MJF's in there begging, so we thought, crocodile tears for forgiveness. As soon as he starts to get that forgiveness, kicks him square in the dick, straight in the dick. MJF's got a t-shirt that says salt of the earth. Should say scum of the earth. Yeah. That guy's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. You'd probably like him. He's from the Hamptons and shit. He's a snob. He thinks he's better than people. I know who MJF is, and I don't like him. Wears the Burberry scarf all the time, just just like 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 you. I I don't like the bougie people. You think I'm this bougie guy, but no, I'm salt of the earth. I'm blue collar. But you guys are both from the Hamptons. I know, but it's like different upbringings. Radio radio walked in here this morning with a Burberry scarf on and told me to go (laughs) fuck myself as soon as he walked in the door. Yeah, he had the loafers and shit on. 
Um, and what are those hats? What are those hats people wear? Those like really lame, really jabroni hats. Fedoras? Like, yeah, fedoras. Oh. Fedoras can be diesel. It depends. No, they can't. Uh, On wrestlers, maybe. When Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho, wears, Jericho wears one, right? Like, yeah. There was a very small time in my life when I was about 16, 17. I had a, uh, a corduroy fedora. It was my papals had the feather in it. It was dope, man. I wore it for a while, and then I realized this really isn't the right look for me. And hip, but hipsters who wear fedoras? Like, yeah, that's not diesel. Yeah, no. Well, they ruin yeah. everything. It's but. more the dwellers that, like, they put that on and think they're dressing nice. And then we're like, oh, hello, my lady. Me last. I won't allow them to ruin craft beer, though. Yeah. They're so, trying. But. So, okay, yeah. So then what I'm getting at with all this is, uh, you know, so right now there's the feud with MJF. And Cody's still going to be MJF and Cody. Jericho's still involved in it. So then on AEW Dynamite this week, I didn't get to see. I fell asleep, so I'm only going off the clips. But what I did see was... Uh, Jericho getting down to the ring and beating up uh, Y2J and MJF. Cody goes for his running power slam. You know, his brother did it. It's the same one Randy Orton does. We all know that what that is. And uh, some say this is a botch. I say this is just how good Chris Jericho is. He shifted his weight. So you guys look at this. Yeah, I don't think that was a botch. I think it was just Jericho blocking the move. Jericho is such an experienced and such a well-rounded professional wrestler. He was able to shift his weight at the last second to take Cody down. The crafty vet, man. And Cody went for one of his go-to moves. He was scouted. Got dropped on his head. So, you know, that's where we're at. So AEW's been good. Uh, uh, Luchasaurus made his return and dominated the Creepers, which that was cool. <clears throat> yeah, that was for badass. a second, Marco Stunt, Stunt was going to join up with the uh, Dark Order. Every time I watch Luchasaurus, I just cannot believe that he was in WWE and they couldn't figure out what to do with him. Yeah. He's, he, what I, is he, like 6'9"? Fucking Jack. Tattoos. Super athletic. But I think the problem was, like, he didn't know what to do with himself. And in that machine, like, there was nobody that I think... Um, yeah. You know, so then he totally got out of there. Uh, he organic. It was through like I listened to the interview where he or kind of organic the the Luchasaurus just kind of came about organically. The fans started chanting Luchasaurus, and that's how he got the name. He didn't get give himself that name. The fans gave him that name. So I really love what he's doing there. And his partnership with Jungle Boy is awesome. And then having little Marco stun out there to help Marco get over and everything. I think it's I think they're doing a really cool job with that. It's been fun. Uh, I heard that the uh, the Hangman and Pac match was fucking awesome on AEW. I fell asleep though. I didn't yeah, see it. I missed it too. I'm, I know it's awesome, but I'll, I'll I might watch it before next week. Uh, what about you? Have you watched any wrestling radio? I haven't, but I did um, watch a Chris Jericho interview this week talking about all of his title matches and how like almost every single one he hasn't felt good about it. Like after the show, it could be like you could think it's a great show and like he'll leave thinking like. That wasn't my best shit uh, at all. And I, I kind of think he was saying all wrestlers sort of feel like that. Yeah, yeah that's that you're always going to be your biggest critic. Yeah. You know, so I think someone like Chris Jericho, who's been at the top of the, the top of the mountain for so long, is still striving to do better. It can still be critical of himself is a testament to why he's been around so long and why he is going down in history as one of the greatest of all time. Other thing is, so I didn't realize how big of a storyline it is that Cody Rhodes is in management and like other wrestlers like oh, Chris yeah, Jericho, they think, yeah, they think like that's like you shouldn't be in like doing meetings and having like a mind in all the business. It's taking his time away from focusing on his matches. So. Yeah. Not to mention his wife is smoking, so that takes a lot of time away from everything else. Yeah, I'd probably focus on that. I also got a smoking woman, so, you know, I relate to that one. Here's the other thing is I realized, like, now being on social media, every single, like, diva has a chihuahua. 
and I also have a Chihuahua, and it's something well, I Well, and we've called you a diva yeah. here on Out of Send Place. Send him some pictures, man. Out of Place 14, check the IG. So, Alexa Bliss, I know you're a big fan of Alexa Bliss Radio. <laughs> she actually has a, a pig. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, her pet, and uh, the, na- the name is Larry Steve, and I hate myself for knowing that. <laughs> well, uh, a teacup pig. Little rapey. Little rapey. Wait, why? What is? Knowing is Alexa Bliss's pet's name? you're on social media. Well, she's all over Instagram. I've, I've seen documentaries about her and stuff, Give like, on the network. Give credit. You're a fan of the sport. Yeah, man. And you bought have sex with so her. So, let's yeah, go. Exactly. All right. Okay, so. And pigs are diesel. Any, yeah. Do you think we should do any other recap? I mean, obviously, obviously, Chris Jericho retained the title. <laughs> SCU retained the title, uh, which is awesome. But let's talk about on Dynamite this week. Scorpio <laughs> Sky pinned Chris Jericho in the middle of the ring with what used to be called a small package, but Scorpio Sky has renamed it the Big Package. <laughs> That's and he awesome. pinned Chris Jericho clean with it. So I think his we've been saying since since the launch of AEW that Scorpio is going to be the breakout star. He's the first guy to pin Chris Jericho since joining AEW. Dude's the man, dude. He he can cut an awesome promo. Handsome fella and an incredible athlete. Yeah, Scorpio Sky's a badass. They're definitely laying the foundation for him to uh, be a top I guy. W- I would like to see him even be the guy to defeat Jericho. I think that would be awesome. I just want to give a shout out. Just like our thoughts and prayers are with Chris Jericho and the stress he has. Because I was watching that hype video, the promo, and I didn't realize how difficult it can be trying to find a place for Bubbly. After, a little bit of Bubbly. Yeah, it's like it's it's a tough problem to yeah. have. Always trying to find the best Bubbly. And, like, he's a pro, he's very busy, and it's like, the bubbly's a big deal to him. Dude, he's got a band, he's got a podcast, he's he's a world champion. Best-selling author multiple times. Yeah, man, well, he's got a $3 on Amazon, according to Cody Rhodes. Because it came out, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, I have that book somewhere, I don't know I, where it is. I have all but his most recent one. It's called uh, Around the World in Spandex or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it's awesome read. Yeah. There's A Lion's Tale and then Around the World in Spandex. He's got four out, I think. I've read a, the, at least the first two. Uh, I read, just... He, so we're clear. I used to. I really don't read anymore. I'm not going to lie to my listeners. So. In, in the famous words of uh, Matilda's father, there's nothing you can get from a book that you can't get from a TV faster. That's <laughs> yeah, also Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's also a small-minded thing to say. So It's Matilda's dad. And it's Danny DeVito yeah, saying man. Well, if Danny DeVito... That's fatherly that, advice right there. BG would be proud. Speaking of fatherly advice, uh, we're promising you, season two out of place on the guests, we will have BG in the studios. And we're also talking about taking uh, doing a uh, taking the show to the Casa de Bob to record a special episode at a uh, special person's house. Yep, might be doing a show on location. Yeah, a show on there. Uh, we don't want this person coming to the Diesel Studios, but we do. Yeah, I vetoed that pretty quick. That's yeah. not happening. Yeah, I tried to sneak it past uh, Shane Diesel, but he was like, nah, man, some of my co-stars might come over and see this and they'll never want to be on the casting couch again. <laughs> I mean, does he listen? Because No, he definitely doesn't listen. Yeah, you can shit on him all you want. Yeah, he's not gonna, he won't even listen to the episode he's on. He doesn't know. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's a simple fella, and for the most part, he means well. But most of what he means is stupid as shit. He'll he'll like scoot his seat back every once in a while and be like, he'll just say something stupid, and he'll be like, "You can use that on the show." Yeah, you put that on the show. But and I'm like, "All right, cool. I'll give you credit." And he's like, "No, don't give me credit. I don't want to be a part of it." Right now, everything he says is okay, boomer. And he's been using the millennial jokes forever, which I'm I'm right on the edge of Gen Y and a boomer or not a boomer. Yeah, dude. The other the other day, he called me an entitled millennial little bitch. I and just, I guarantee, I couldn't he, believe it. I guarantee the silver spoon that was in his mouth was not nearly as nice as the plastic spoon you grew up eating from. If you know what I mean. Exactly. Shane Diesel's dad is self-made. Shane is self-made. Yeah, know. sorry, I got it off. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, should we get to? Yeah. Love you, mom. Love you, mom. <laughs>
Yeah. Oh, okay. So let's get in. Let's get in. Let's get in. I got some topics from Mama Trash. She's a, she's one of our second biggest fans besides BG. I love watching like pregame stuff for football, and you just see like they're on location in all these cold weather cities. I miss the cold weather, snow and shit. Fucking awesome. I miss it a little bit too. Still like 120 degrees here. Out. So uh, you guys want to get into uh, just the straight up yeah, jabroni here. behavior, or you want to do diesel shit first? You can do jabroni. All right. Hit my music, Chris. Oh, right. So, uh, my mom, you know, listener. And when I asked her, I was like, okay, mom, you've been listening a lot. Why don't you, why don't you give us a jabroni diesel? Jabroni, a son that doesn't call his mom every week. <laughs> and my mom lives, you know, she lives up in Ohio, and I live down here in uh, sunny Tampa, Florida. So I was like, yeah, whatever, Mom. I'm still not going to call you every week. I'll call you enough. But every week, eh, I don't call it. every week, and I feel terrible about it. I try to, but I just don't. It's hard. Yeah, I'll try to get in and talk to her for five minutes, and then she starts talking about my sisters or something stupid one of my nephews did. So, Dude, I, no joke. I'll call my mom, and like I could just put the phone down and do shit for like 45 minutes and then come back and just be like, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, and like, she'll have no idea. She will have no idea. She just will not stop no, talking. No, it's 20 questions with my mom, so I can't stop i can't put the phone down because you're like what did you hear my question i asked you a question but i love you mama badass shit diesel shit my mom did we didn't get to this when um remember when i had my iwgp yeah intercontinental championship uh bracelet bracelet? uh all it was solid gold and real leather really dope piece cost probably like twenty thousand (laughs) dollars my mom actually went to japan for work yeah, and I, and I was like, Mom, you got to go to the New Japan store. So she went there. She got a picture of herself, too sweet, and the jabroni working, and brought me that back with a couple other little goody goodies. And I thought that was pretty diesel. So it's very diesel. Yeah, very um, diesel. It's like almost something you would say. Such a good mom that her son's almost a little spoiled, if you will. Um, my mom would always spoil me. Uh, she like I'd be like, I need to go school shopping. She'd take me to Walmart to get some Wranglers. Dude, I've been shopping at Walmart lately, and I used to judge You get it. Dickies there? I, I'm not buying Dickies. Yeah, because you ain't working class, son. Well, I mean, I don't... No, Dickies are... Who wears Dickies besides you and Snoop Dogg? I don't know anyone else who wears mm. Dickies. And the wrestling crowd. Half the people at wrestling shows. Really? No. Maybe I was going to say, I don't think it's that I've popular. seen a few at Dickies. They're really popular in skateboarding and uh, blue-collar work and uh, rappers, gangbangers. I have both Crips and blood colors, so I'm, I'm safe. But I usually wear my brown black or um uh khaki color dicky pants i'm thinking about getting a full dicky suit yeah well i mean from what i recall you stopped wearing it when we made fun of you that i stopped wearing my blue ones (laughs) because everybody ridiculed me i'm like they're not ready for this because you look like a goddamn nurse dude i I looked like like scrubs that was bullshit man i was looking like i was it's called fashion sweetie look it up and just because you ain't got it you're over there like oh i got this jets jersey (laughs) and i'm over here showing up i'm pushing the envelope and asking people what is fashion i am the trash man you got any more diesel jabronis um well um by the way let the record show that trash man is sitting next to me drinking a white claw right now dude really yeah, dude, you talk shit about White Claws all the time. You went in my fridge, and that's what you pulled out to it drink. Was, it's morning time. You have them in the fridge, and uh, someone threw out a... This was another topic we're going to get to, are White Claws. We've uh, talked about White Claws. No, I know, but someone, Numerous times. someone submitted it 
Uh, I think, let me see who submitted Well, Shane and I said they are diesel, they but are you diesel. said they're not diesel. Uh, let me see who else. Your, your god, Joey Janela, would disagree with you. He's not my god. He's way <laughs> down on my list. <laughs> you way fucking love Joey, Joey Janela. You. <laughs> this guy's been whacking off for months. Oh, I can't wait to go to Joey Janela's show at WrestleMania. Dude, Fuck that WrestleMania. show is going to be awesome, and Joey Janela probably won't have a match, idiot. Maybe if you knew <laughs> anything about indie wrestling, you would be just as hyped. But you're just a WWE mark. You don't even know. You don't even know what indie wrestling is before the Trash Man took you under his wing. That's true. Well, Shane's true. Yeah, I mean, NXT is not indie. No, it's right. WWE. I've, I've, I've expanded my horizons to watch wrestling that takes place in high school gyms as well as on the big stage. <laughs> I mean, Shane, NXT is basically a high school gym. Yeah, but those guys are under contract with yeah, WWE, they're and they're on t- national TV every Wednesday. What? What you, I mean, ACW is my first wrestling show ever. What, do you, what are your thoughts on ACW? I think it's. Uh, it's all, it's good indie wrestling. It's the yeah. lowest form of wrestling on the face of the earth, aside from guys that wrestle in their backyards. Shout out Jushin Mania. Tickets on sale soon. Oh, yeah. Jushin Mania. We were talking about it. Man, we're, we're working on... I don't know what it's going to be. It's, it's going to be Diesel. Like what performers? I, there have been rumors of different performers. John Cena. And No, I mean like singers. Maybe like... I heard Kanye might be going. Shakira, no, Shakira I think is going to be there. Kanye, man. <clears throat> um, I'm, thinking, uh, I'm thinking we get Slayer. And we get Run the Jewels, and I heard that we might be able to get the Wu-Tang Clan. Damn. And Kid Rock is going to show up, and then we're just going to beat his fucking ass. <laughs> I like Kid Rock. Well, yeah, we'll kick you, him out. Then fine, you've you've drawn the line, you, you've made your What's pick. his song again? Like, what's that? His ball with the ball, the bang, the dang, diggy, 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 said the boogie, sit up, jump the boogie. So, all right, all right, spoil, all right, all right, gotta come clean. My very first concert was Kid Rock. Was it actually? Yeah, I was like 14 with my boy Nathan, Nasty Nate, what up? So, my first concert was Mike Jones and Paul Wall. Remember those guys? Cruz. Who? Oh, Taylor Cruz, Cruz, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, so a jabroni topic. Uh, This is from Juice and Thunder Street at Bull Street Comics. Big Juice! Big Juice, official sponsor, uh, Bull Street Comics. Check it out over there on North 56th Street. Lots of deals. Me and uh, and Juice and the company are going to be doing a lot of events there, you know, to get people in there, get excitement. All kinds of cool stuff. Video game, tournaments, uh, movies, uh, trivia. A lot of fun stuff we're going to do there in the future. So we're still building, but come on down there. we got great prices on new and back issues and trades. But he submitted the jabroni topic of White Claws. So I decided uh, today, uh, I saw it in the fridge there. I was really thirsty. I didn't have any water. I already finished my coffee. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to drink this White Claw. And that way I can judge. Like, I'm not going to just say something's jabroni if I have no idea about it. So this is my first White Claw. And it's delicious, I'm assuming. Wow. First White Claw, and right I'm here, live say, on the show. Like I'd rather have a Four Loco, but I have to drive home, so one one White Claw I'll be okay to drive home with. If you're at the store, here's my problem with White Claw. Hot if you, chicks. If White Claws are around, hot chicks are around. Well, like it's usually true. it's not chicks doing diesel shit. Like it's it's a different type of thing. Like chicks do cool shit, but like but I do think there's still a different standard for what you know what's diesel and what's uh. Well, chicks hanging out with radio is diesel. Like if they're just in the vicinity. That's diesel. What are you talking about? I get chicks all, all the time. Yeah. You really? Dude, my name was Chickmaster in high school. Yeah, no, it uh, wasn't. I think they were saying Dickmaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they may have been saying Dickmaster. Dickmaster, I set myself up. <laughs> So, but uh, we got, we got, uh, I got a few, I'm just going to run through everything uh, uh, Jushin submitted for us, because uh, I, a lot of them I don't want to get into much subject now, because I haven't watched The Mandalorian and played with Disney Plus, so Disney Plus, Diesel as fuck. Oh Definitely. my god, yeah. Okay, so let's keep it short on there until after, yeah. you know, everybody gets to watch Yeah, just want to say, if you haven't gotten D- uh, Disney Plus yet, Gargoyles is on Disney Plus, so 
get your fucking act together. Yeah, and so is the 90s X-Men comic. Uh, I mean, cartoon, that'd be cool. So here's another thing. that's This is Jabroni. With all these streaming services, me and my boys, uh, we share passwords to keep the cost down. It's like, hey, you give me your, your Disney+, Plus, I'll give you my Netflix, etc., etc. Someone, uh, I, for someone that's just like, no, I'm not giving you the password. Like, come on, dude. It's not costing you any more money. Like, why can't you hook me up? I would hook you up with... You what know? password do you want? Who's not giving it to you? No, I got them now. Oh, okay. Like, because me and my cousins hook each other up. You know, yeah. like we take. If my cousin hit me up and said, "Hey, I need two hundred dollars. Uh, had a bad month. He's getting two hundred bucks, and he doesn't have to pay me back." That that's how tight I am with my like cousins yeah. and close friends. I mean, there was my friend did have a Brazzers password that I gave out to like eighty five people, and we eventually got banned for life. So <laughs> much. <laughs> I don't want, I don't need to watch porn these days. I'm just so in love with my fiance. Yeah, dude, totally. That's sweet. Uh, I think she quit listening a few episodes ago. So yeah, I I do watch. Porn. I mean, you have to. You don't. You're a jabroni. Um, yeah, so watching also, watching watching porn's diesel. If you can resist hey, doing porn is more diesel. But watching let's keep porn, going through uh, for sure. submissions. Just to get them done here. Um, so WrestleMania diesel. Regardless of where your seats are, regardless of what you really feel about WWE and their current product, it's WrestleMania. <laughs> if you're a wrestling fan, you have to go to WrestleMania it's the at least once. Dream. You know, I remember WrestleMania 11. You know, Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam, that was about the time I started. And then WrestleMania 12, the boyhood dream of Shawn Michaels, defeating the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And maybe a screw job finish in the Iron Man match, but nonetheless, he cleanly, uh, he won the title and the boyhood dream came true. And that boyhood dream is coming true for me April 5th at the Ray J Stadium in Tampa fucking Florida. How loud do you think it'll be in that place? Honestly, compared to like oh, a Bucks fu- game. Oh, it'll be wild. Yeah, it'll be way, throat, way louder than a Bucks game. As my throat gets better, I'll be loud as shit. I might get a megaphone, sneak it in. It'll, it'll be packed to the roof. The floor seats will be... I mean, obviously, it'll be totally sold out. It'll yeah. it'll definitely set the attendance record for Raymond James like of all time, like the most fans they've ever had in the building. Can we do chops before it in the parking lot? Yeah. Uh, before, during, and after. Yeah, I want to be doing chops all night, so I'm going to like work out my chest. I don't know how you prepare No, I do. There's no way to prepare. They don't, they're not going to yeah. like really hurt. They just stink. I'll let you chop me bare chest as hard as you want. Right. And Shane will hold the mic. No, you, you got a lot right of now, recovering right to do after that weak-ass chop that you threw on Instagram a couple weeks yeah. ago. That was not that weak. It was Dude, pretty it weak. Was so weak. All right, let's let's move on. How many jabronis we got? Um, uh, Big Juice also said anything else WWE is jabroni. Ooh. And Shane, I want you to take this. I'm offended by that statement. As you should be. You're the WWE guy here. You're, you're a former WWE world champion. I am. So I've talked about this many times. Obviously, the WWE is uh, not great right now. Uh, NXT is awesome, but Raw and SmackDown are not doing well. They're, uh, <clears throat> the product is probably about as bad as it's been in the last 20 can, years. Can I ask? Do you think a lot of blood and more violence would help? No. No, I think just, um, just being better would probably help. <laughs> better personalities? No, dude, they have the best. <clears throat> they have well, crazy talent. Including Kenny Omega, the Bucks, and and uh, LAX, uh, Proud and Powerful. I mean, they've got some of the best talent ever in wrestling right now. Yeah, I think promo guys and in the ring guys. I would say WWE right now probably maybe has one of the most talented rosters ever. Like, maybe not as good as the Attitude Era, but like as far as just in ring ability and stuff. Like, they have an insanely talented roster right now. Just, right, now Vince about- McMahon sucks. Like, he just needs to stop being in control and just let Triple H run the whole thing. What about on the microphone? Do they have, like, are their wrestlers good on the microphone? Oh, absolutely. They have a ton of guys that are good on the microphone, but you wouldn't know it because they're not allowed to say what they want. They, they're so okay. heavily scripted. Like, yeah, they have to it's say... It's too much of a production. It's too overproduced. So, they have a, a room full of nerds writing scripts for everything. Know, yeah. <laughs> the, 
And they some of them like don't even know these wrestlers personally. So they don't know what these guys are actually thinking, what they sound like, the way they talk. So you have these guys going out there that are just trying to spit out this bullshit that these guys in the back room write for them. And it just doesn't come across natural. It just sounds scripted. It's uh, it, it's, yeah, it's nerds. It's dude. a total disconnect. So AEW, they don't have writers, correct? Like the uh, don't the wrestlers dictate what they say. They know? have writers still, but um, there's way more freedom in uh, in in uh, AEW what they're allowed to say. Just way more. How do you get one of those jobs as like a writer for WWE or AEW? Um, typically, a lot of those guys were like writers from like Hollywood. Like they get them from Seriously? yeah guys that like wrote TV shows or stuff like that. So wouldn't you want people with more of like a wrestling background? Yeah, exactly. That would make more sense. And obviously there's guys that are former wrestlers in there with them. But I mean, well, for, for the most part, it's guys that are and they, they've do, they, TV guys. done better and got away from only having Hollywood writers and they are getting guys that have wrestling backgrounds and stuff. But the whole idea of the writers, like it doesn't, no one is writing promos for Chris Jericho right now. Right. No one's writing promos for the Bucks, for LA. No one's writing promos for them. I say, hey... These are the bullets you need to get across. Go out there and do it. You know, the bullets being the next event, the next match. Like I've heard JR say on his podcast, like, there's an old saying in wrestling. Let the talent be talented. You hired these guys for a reason. They're yeah. great wrestlers. They're good talkers. Like, just let them go out there and say what they want, and it'll be awesome. Because anytime a guy goes out there and just talks without fucking reading a script, yeah. it's it's awesome. Like, Cody Rhodes, you think he was scripted when he fucking no, r- rattled that off that shit. promo a couple weeks ago? That was from the hit. That's what the best promos are. So, and then I, Seth Rollins goes out there and you, he's practically reading from a teleprompter. Dude, Seth Rollins <laughs> is terrible on the mic. First, I don't think he's good. I, I said this on the last episode. I don't think he's good anyway. Like even if he wasn't scripted, I just don't think he's a great talker. I just think he just comes across as just a heel. Like his voice, I don't know. I'm can, not a fan. Can I ask you guys about a wrestler? And you mentioned him. I didn't real. I didn't put this together. But Matt Riddle. I watched a documentary of him on WWE Network. And I didn't realize he's like the star of NXT. Trashman, you don't like him, and I'm, I'm no, interested as like to him. why. Because okay, so he came from MMA, MMA, UFC, uh, whatever. He got fired for whatever reasons, and now he does this MMA gimmick in WWE. Hey man, are you an MMA fighter or a pro wrestler? Because go back yeah. to MMA. If I don't, I don't like the MMA gimmick. And like Kurt Angle never really did an MMA gimmick. He There's always... a ton of guys that do the MMA thing though in wrestling now. Like that's becoming a thing now. Yeah, like more I and more people are coming like from it. MMA. I don't like it, and also like. I think he looks stupid, just like his face. Yeah, I agree. Like. I agree. I don't know what it is. And like just his whole attitude, and he's the like, bro thing. Yeah, and he like calls out these legends. It's like, dude, no, like you're not at that level. Like you're not ever gonna get that match. I don't want to see you in that match. And I think he's overrated in the ring. I'm gonna disagree. He's good. I think he's good in the ring. Getting better, obviously. He just, you know, he hasn't been wrestling for that he's long. A beast, but for sure. I do think he's oh, gonna. I do think he's gonna get that match eventually. I think what, he, with like he Goldberg. He's been called. Yeah, Goldberg probably. He's been calling out Goldberg forever. I think they're going to do that match at Squash. some point. At some point. Do you like him, Shane? Eh, I I like him in the ring. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the bro gimmick. Yeah, I don't um, like the bro but I do think he's going to be a big star. He's going to wind up. He wrestles barefoot, so he's going to wind up breaking his ankle or something. Because the reason that they wear like the boots yeah. and tape their ankles is because they're doing high impact stuff that results in injuries. So yeah. part boots of also look cool. It makes you look like superheroes. The I, boots? Yeah, yeah, I, like I think it's stupid out there trying to be like, dude, you're not a cage fighter, like fully assimilate <laughs> to pro wrestling. I don't like, I don't like that gimmick, and there's very few guys that have ever done that gimmick 
enough to where I'm like, okay, I get it. This works for them. He has had a lot of great matches in NXT, though, including the first ever NXT uh, show on USA. Him and Adam Cole had a sick match, and he's probably going to be in the main event when we yeah, go to Adam NXT Cole TakeOver. Yeah, carried him through the great match. Agree to disagree. Yeah, he had a sick match with Velveteen yeah. Dream, too. Well, uh, Velveteen Takeover. Man, I hope he comes back yeah, soon. Yeah, waiting for Velveteen to come back. He's been hurt. So, uh, want to chat back to so that we just wrapped up some diesel and jabronis um so slack john montgomery you know he uh you know recorded the uh chili dog interview almost a year ago he listened to it back uh you know he he's uh he was happy to, to contribute to the pod, but he also heard about this one-armed man that sells the best hot dogs in tampa the legend do you know his name the one-armed wonder no we don't know his name um, but he's awesome. I'll, I'll find his name out next time. Can we give him our own name? Just I, something that fits what his this image we're building up. Sportsatorium dog slinger. He single-handedly runs the Sportsatorium. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He's an awesome guy. Super cool. He even even though he you know was uh, you know he's missing an arm, he'll still carry seven beers back to the inner circle for us. Yeah, I didn't see this. I can't carry time. that many with fucking two hands. So it just shows you, yeah, he might look like he's handicapped. No, man, he's a fucking super, he, superstar. He's dedicated to his craft. He makes the best That's fucking hot dogs. And uh, Montgomery is fucking, he's seeming like, nah, man, I can do a better hot dog than this guy. So Are we having a cook-off at the sports We might have, I mean, we might have a brawl or something. I don't know what's going to happen from Slack it. Slack jaw versus the one-arm one. Monty wanted me to say chili dogs or diesel. And that, uh, you know, he's, he's not happy with us having this, this other guy that we're, like, going to for, like, to talk about hot dogs. We got to compare the two, then. So we got to settle it in the ring, man. We're, we're adults here. Yeah. All right. Shane, well, these those hot dogs are great at the sports tourum because, like, you, you, you can eat, like, 19 of Yeah, them. my record is 27 at one show. <laughs> Shane, what's yours? I'm, I'm probably in the 20s, at least. Yeah, they're like hot dog eating contest hot dogs. Like, but I feel like um, Slack Jaws is more of, like, a production. It's like a delicacy. Chili. Oh, yeah. It's gourmet. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Um... They were play. Was it homeless Brian and uh, the enforcer that were placing bets, and then the loser had to go buy rounds of hot dogs? Yep. And homeless Brian was losing like every bet. Pretty yeah, much. man. Homeless Brian beat me on a bet uh, for the uh, Ben Askren, UFC Ben Askren, and uh, the guy who just won the BMF title, um, Misaldez. I can't. I can't pronounce his name. Good. Oh, Masvidal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bet. I bet uh, twenty five bucks on that and lost. Fair enough. And now homeless Brian will not take another bet. Like, what a bitch. HBK, man, being a coward, not doing the oh, name wait, justice. Oh, wait, no, no, it's Super Brian. I don't want to hurt his little fucking feelings. No, it's not. It's Homeless Brian. I'm calling him Homeless Brian for the end of time. Wait, what do you mean Super Brian? He doesn't want to be called Homeless Brian? He, 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 he was offended by it. but He looks homeless. He yeah. carries himself and like a homeless person. Not, he makes all these jokes about it, but all of a sudden he was all complaining that he doesn't like it. So, and, dude, and, if you don't like it, we won't call you that. So I stop, and then the very next day he's sending me memes like of homeless people begging for a change. Like, oh, this is me. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. And by the way, if you're coming up with a nickname for yourself... Super Brian, like just it's, <laughs> how lame is that? So you just take your name and put yeah, and Super he had in no front of it. No idea who Superhuman was, so that totally backfired. Yeah, it's but, a bunch uh, of brony that, behavior. First of all, yeah, that gimmick is already taken by Superhuman, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, coming to Tampa in a couple of weeks. Can't fucking hopefully, wait. Hopefully, hopefully he's coming to Tampa. Oh, hey guys, I hate to do this, but I've got a jabroni to call out, and it's one of our personal friends. He's been on the show, and Wong, Wong, yeah, he's a Jane and I. Do we want to go look at open houses with he and his fiance, like on a Sunday? Do you want us to go look at? I didn't even hey, answer. Hey, Wong rhymes with dong. I know you're not listening. And but schlong. What the fuck? I didn't answer. 
I'm not going to answer. I answered because I have fucking What the fuck etiquette, is wrong but... with you, dude? You might as well go to a baby shower and get beat up with the rest of the yuppies. You're making me sick. I love you. You're you're a very good friend of mine. But what the fuck, man? Don't ever drag your friends into that bullshit again. If I hear about it, I'll drive over to your little ivory tower on the causeway and beat up you, your woman, and your dog. Whoa. I agree. <laughs> I won't beat the dog. I love dogs, so oh, I won't beat the dog. Oh, too. Yeah. For just for fucking letting that happen. Verbally beat her. Yes. Reprimand. Derade. Degrade. Her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, dude, on a Sunday, are you fucking kidding me? I wake up to a text Not and you want to go mention, house we, shopping. Hey, Wong. I got no. pods to cast you over know, here, man. We cast pods on Sunday. Where are you at? Also, I can't afford any of these houses. Do I just want to go look at houses I can't afford on my Sunday? I'm gonna try to my buy Sundays a house late are 2020. My Sundays are pretty packed, man. I got I got podcasting duties in the morning, and then I got to go to Freddy's house, watch the Jets embarrass themselves, and drink bourbon and fucking eat for eight hours straight. And then Hogwarts. Oh yeah, of course, obviously. All right, what do you mean by Hogwarts? Like when you what? go to Hogwarts. Taking chicks to Hogwarts? Yeah, you take chicks. Well, yeah. you go, sometimes you go, sometimes you take chicks. I there. take chicks to Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you go along. Regularly. See what you find. Hog. <laughs> so AEW is continuing fucking to fucking kill it. The ratings went up. They're almost back to a million viewers. And NXT went down. I was surprised. <clears throat> I was surprised. And not to mention, it's not about the ratings. They were getting closer and closer every week. And then this past week, it uh, the gap, gap widened up again. I don't I think know if it was... AEW fans were busy like out like partying and doing shit, so they missed a couple episodes. And like the NXT fans were just like broke and couldn't afford their cable bill that month. That would explain why they dropped. But let's be honest here, man. NXT, I haven't been watching it, but I'm sure it's fucking awesome. NXT has been first of all the two best wrestling shows, and this is ridiculous, but the two best wrestling shows on TV every week are NXT and AEW. It's not ridiculous. AEW should be on that list. And no, I, I'm what I'm it saying should is should be Raw should be it should be like AEW and Raw should be competing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like Raw and SmackDown with the budgets they have and like the the channels they're on and like the talent they have on the roster, like those should but easily Raw be up there. Raw sucks so bad. I'm going to try really hard since I got Mania tickets front row. I'm going to try really hard to watch from the Royal Rumble all the way through. Well, that's what I, that's what a lot of people do. They're the the casual fans, they pick try. it up after the, I'm going to try Watch the Royal Rumble and then watch through WrestleMania. But That's if WrestleMania I can't season. Do it, Shane, I'm going to need play-by-play text from you. I'll keep you posted, but um, it's tough right now to get through a whole episode of Raw, dude. Three hours, like it's just three hours of stupid shit. It drags. The whole fucking like um, adultery angle with with Bobby Lashley and Rusev. Yeah, I was actually oh, su- yeah. I was I was it's, actually surprised to hear that it's getting it's like crazy. PG. It's stupid, but it's getting crazy views on YouTube, which I hate because they're like two seconds on YouTube. It's it's not a fair I, no, I, I know, but I'm saying I hate that it's getting so many views on youtube because you know vince is like oh this is good shit like oh of course that's see everyone's checking it out on youtube dude like that's it's been going on for months it's now. still going on and i the thing is like i don't have any faith in wwe to pay that off in any satisfying way like i don't think there's going to be the like a only huge way match between be those two off is if rusev beats the holy shit out of bobby lashley he, like the match that kenny omega and john moxley had that should be the culmination of this angle oh my god you want to talk about that match I think we did, didn't we? Last time? I don't know. We, we can yeah. talk about it. We did. <laughs> we talked about it last Holy time. But shit, that match was incredible, dude. The, the one criticism that I had of that match, I mean, the match itself was fucking awesome, but like to have a match like that, I think there needs to be a story like what's going on with Rusev and Lashley or something like that. But you need No, to- the story was there. 
The story was there. What, what, what? You didn't see it? Well, it was their first match, and I know a lot of it played out like on social media and stuff. Like Kenny calling him out because Moxley got hurt and backed out of the media, match. It was they, those were promos on TV and on the YouTube channels. You just don't know how to use YouTube. YouTube. Nah, I, just, I think for a match. I mean, like literally, they almost killed each other. It was one of the most brutal matches of all time. Like I think for a match like that, you need to have like a, a, a couple of matches, have a huge build, have a major rivalry, and then pay it off with a match like that. Based off what we've seen in the history, what made that incredible? was they started with that the i know but i the, think the next one's going to be kenny's match technical in the ring match with some big dives well that's the only way they can go from there i mean you, then, you can't have a then, more brutal match kenny's gonna win that match and then what's the rubber match gonna be you know we'll find out time will tell yeah um so yeah man that, that match was awesome you know and any anyone that's to argue kenny's the best like you know excluding guys that just can't do what they want to do like let's say seth let's say seth has it in them to do a math, match like that he can't because of where he works. So Kenny has proven... I heard a, a funny thing on a podcast last week. Yeah, I wasn't fucking done, Shane. That's all right. Let me get this out real quick. So <laughs> they were talking about this match, and uh, they were basically saying, like, you just know that Moxley did all of that shit in that match that he's been trying to do in WWE for years, and that was all the shit You're that they told to him. Brock Lesnar? Oh, that too. But I mean, just in any, like, there were a bunch of matches where he wanted to do, like, hardcore shit. And they were like, no, you can't do that. And they were like, he probably did all of that stuff in that one match and, like, got it out of his system. Like, that was all the shit shit that he wanted to do. Yeah, the broken glass stuff was awesome. It was from the table that he fucking gave the DDT through. Yeah, he got the mousetrap idea from Superhuman. That was pretty sick. No, dude, I think the the mousetraps were, like, a CZW thing. But, yeah, we'll give Superhuman credit for the juggalos and juggalettes. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, Your timing was a little off. I know, we fucked yeah, it's good, good <laughs> enough for a couple of jabrones. So, yeah, I think that saga is going to be great. Um, you know, I think the next match is going to be Kenny's style of match, and he's going to he's gonna take Mox to school, and he's going to get the W, and then we'll see where it goes from there. What uh, were we talking about before we started talking about this match? That I have to go. I have, I have to go home. Quit being a vagina, you leave dude. when you're dismissed, Chris. Has, has he been soft as hell today, or is it just dude, me? I'm not being soft. I had the windows open because it's so nice out, and he's like, oh, dude, I'm freezing. I'm like, you're wearing a sweater, I, dude. I was ready to record at 9 because, like, I have to. It's not something I want to go to. It's never something at 10 I o'clock. want we to go to. On, at 10 o'clock on Sunday. Since when do we have a set time? Uh, we since like, forever, dude. This is the 13th like, episode, and we've done it 13 times now 10 a.m on sunday morning that's not true it's our schedule so did did we wrap everything up did we hit all our topics i think we did yeah i didn't even get to any of my topics but i'll save them for next time man i don't even remember what they are oh wait i do want to say one thing diesel so listen me and trash man we are uh we are connoisseurs of wrestling and i just learned last week that that's not a kind of dinosaur we know our shit when it comes to wrestling and there is one specific kind of wrestling that is diesel as fuck and i'm talking about Deathmatch. That too. Midget wrestling. Oh. Little people. I received midget, word. In, in wrestling, it's it's midgets. Oh, they, they, they're cool with that? They were, oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's well, actually, they say micro. Micro. But, but No, they'll say, no, I'm a midget. Midget wrestling, yeah. But they, the, the promotion was called MCW, Micro Championship Wrestling. And it folded a couple of years ago when the owner, Johnny G, God rest his soul, passed away. Was that the Johnny G at the desk? Uh, no, different Johnny G. Did Shane Diesel ever used to pop up with any uh, micro searches? Any, like, similar... Like, I know where you're going with this, words. and go fuck yourself. <laughs> so anyway, what I'm saying is the MCW promotion has been revived. I got I received word this week from my boy Bobby Z, works with them, that they are coming back. They're doing a show in Channel Side in a couple of weeks. And Do you ha- did you get us VIP tickets? Oh, we're going to have VIP tickets, and I have breaking news for you in a second. Oh, my God. Breaking news right here. 
So it's going to be called Micro Wrestling All-Stars. That's the promotion's name now. MCAS, baby! So I was talking about Bobby Z, about this promotion. Wait, who's Bobby Z? Is that one of the... You the met new? Bobby Z. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. And he also a CEO? Well, he works with them, and he does, like, photography for them and stuff. So they were doing a show the other night did in Brandon. Fought, could you beat him up? Uh, Probably. I mean, I'm Shane Diesel, dude. I could beat up anyone. You think I could beat him up? Well, it's funny you should mention that, because when I was telling him... I'll do a match. ...that we are down to go and support Midget Wrestling, he said these words. Bring me the fucking trash man. That's what he said to me. And then... Breaking news, live, breaking news right here on the podcast for everyone. These two don't even know about this yet. I'm saying it right now for the first time ever. He said, Trash Man can ref a match. <gasps> Whoa! We have to go film. Dude, we yeah, have to, we, we have to record. See if we can do commentary. Yeah, we're we? going to do the whole we'll fucking thing. We're going to do commentary, you're going to ref a match, and we're going to interview some of the talent I'll, I'll for the show. I'll shit. take a super kick from the Sultan. Midget Wrestling is a gold mine. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, and I have that's it. That's where we're gonna make our fortune. That's where we're gonna make our fortune. I don't know Boys. if this. I don't know if this. Shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! I don't know if the Sultan is gonna be on this card, but I hope so. I we hope, need to I hope talk can... to him about Jushimania, dude. <clears throat> get some midget matches on Jushimania. Yes, absolutely. So hopefully the Sultan can get a get a day yes. off from his shift at Publix, and uh, this is gonna be. I mean, I've seen two gonna wrestling matches live, and live, and then my third one's gonna be midget wrestling. Now you'll go to one before. When is it? What's the date? Uh, it's coming up. I think he said in the next couple of weeks. So well, find the date. Give it to Chris. Cut a promo and have Chris upload it to the IG so everyone, so we can get a little commercial on it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Pumped for some midget wrestling. Ball. It's so sick. So did we, did we cover everything? These guys are is good, there too. anything left to put out there for, for the listeners this week? No. Kenny but... Omega is still the greatest in the world. Seth Rollins has further, further fallen further down that list. Um, AJ Styles is up there. Seth Rollins isn't. Uh, what else? What else, Shane? What's the ups and downs? Are we talking about power rankings? Yeah, well, a little bit. Of, we're talking I about the diesel home, rankings. Guys, boys. Radio's being soft over here. Yeah, okay. Revival's headed to AEW. They need him there. WWE, out. What's tight, what's whack, all trans is time.